From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan, and our faithful prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Al, Al Ramsey, with us as well. And before we get started uh, today, just a, a big thank you. Uh, to the good folks, the high schoolers from Modesto Christian mm. Interact. Yes. And uh, we were out on a graffiti wipeout uh, this weekend on Saturday morning. And as you know, we've been doing that now for for about 10 years. Yes, and uh, it's just, just a, a great way to uh, introduce uh, high schoolers to uh, serving their community in a, in a dynamic way. And before we go out, we have a half hour of instruction on on the gangs in our area, the Norteños and Sereños and how they came to be and and uh, history of that and the history of uh, some of those beginnings at the Dual Vocational Institute in Tracy. And then we tell them, you know, here are some of the taggings that you're going to see on the walls and this is what they mean. So uh, it's a great time. We, we thank them and also want to thank uh, the Stanislaus Community Foundation for uh, their support in providing us the funding to buy the paint and the rollers, which are, it's very important because fingerprinting that stuff out yeah, doesn't just doesn't, work, doesn't cut it. You know, it, take, <laughs> it. It's hard on your fingers and it takes a while, so it's nice to have the rollers and, and the paint. And also, uh, one of our uh, monthly uh, partners in this is Big Valley Christian School, yes. and their junior hires mm-hmm. come out with us about once a month and uh, go out as well. So thanks to all of you for helping beautify the community and uh, help us with that particular project. Let's get going now with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs. An elderly woman from North Korea tells this story. She said, in school one day, our teacher told us about a new game. After our parents went to sleep that night, we were to search for a special book hidden in our homes and bring it to school to earn a surprise. The woman goes on to describe how she ran home from school the next day to tell her mom about winning a red scarf with 13 other kids. But her mother and father never came home. They had been arrested for owning a Bible, and that little girl never saw her parents again. For more stories of persecution, past and present, go online to persecution.com. You know, it's just a reminder, uh, friends, of the, of the great freedoms that we enjoy here in the United States. And certainly everything is not perfect. But, you know, here's a case where uh, a little guy uh, is 
is told by his teacher to play a game to find what turns out to be a Bible and never sees his parents again. Mm -hmm. So we need to make use of the opportunity that we have in this country to uh, exercise the freedoms that we have for the good of the community. And uh, just a reminder of the fathering covenant that came out of our uh, prayer summit this uh, this past year uh, in January. Again, uh, many of us uh, pastors here in this area go up into the mountains for two or three days just to pray. I say just to pray, but uh, it's a it's a big thing because God speaks to us. And this year, He gave us a covenant that we made with each other to bring back to our congregations. And we remind you of this every week, reflecting the Father heart of God. We covenant together to model and champion biblical fathering and to advocate for the fatherless within our spheres of influence. And, of course, each, each congregation will uh, will manifest that in a different way. They'll carry it out in a different way, but we want you to keep that in prayer as we go on uh, throughout the year. Also ran across a wonderful quote this uh, this past week, and our, our good friend Ross Bryles uh, brought this to my attention. An author by the name of John Dixon, and I, I think he's, uh, is he from Australia? I Anyway, somewhere in that, uh, in that uh, region. And um, he wrote, this, we need to live lives worth questioning and then offer answers worth hearing. Ooh, I like that. that. Say that again. Yeah, we need to live lives worth questioning and then offer answers worth hearing. Hmm. And what he's really doing there is he's uh, taking a look at 1 Peter 2.12, which mm-hmm. we often quote, yes. you know, as Peter advises us to uh, to be careful how we live among unbelievers because they're watching, you know. Exactly. And uh, and then also uh, in, in 1 Peter uh, 3.15, I, I believe it is, to always have an answer prepared and, and ready. But that's just wonderful. And that's why we do what we do, friends, is that by going out into the community and serving on a continual basis, and we really underscore that, it's great to serve once or twice a year. But oftentimes that makes us feel good about ourselves. It doesn't really address a lot of problems because people are hungry more than twice a year. They're hungry 365 days a year. Abused women need help more than twice a year. They need help 365 days a year. You know, and, and the people who need a wheelchair ramp need that built now, not on our time schedule. So we really encourage you to establish a lifestyle of serving and their opportunities right in your own neighborhood. And we remind you, you can find many of those opportunities on our daily update website at uh, vibrantcommunities.org, vibrantcommunities.org. Click on the little red Flashy thing. What is that? Lane? Uh, JP, that's a icon, right? Michael, is that? <laughs> that's an icon, yeah. <laughs> to me, it's a little red flashy thing. To you, it's an, yeah. Those All right. The, the, the techies <laughs> call it, yeah, there you go. I'm glad we got a tech person here tonight. Click on the little icon there that's flashing red and that takes you to the daily update page. Also, if you're, uh, on Facebook, we're on Facebook as well. It's uh, facebook.com backslash Advancing Vibrant Communities, and uh, we, you can connect with uh, some of our opportunities to uh, serve there as well. And uh, also today, Elaine ran across this from Chuck Colson mm, and uh, his um, his Breakpoint uh, broadcast that goes out every day. And we, we can't uh, rebroadcast that for you because we don't have those uh, copyright permissions. But let me kind of give you the gist of, of today's uh, story. It's about underdogs, entitled underdogs. And he's talking about one of my son's favorite subjects, and that's basketball. And of course, uh, 
unless you're living in lower Slobovia, you may, you know, you've probably heard of Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. He's just this phenomenon now who, who burst forth with the New York, New York Knicks. I mean, this guy, you know. Lin Sanity. Yes. Lin Sanity. Oh, absolutely. And watch the guy play. I mean, like lately, he's just been tearing it up, you know, just uh, amazing. Anyway, he's, he's, his parents are from Taiwan and he was a believer. He is a believer. And what's interesting is that the communist Chinese government is is trying to cash in now on his publicity, you know, because he is Chinese. Uh, but what's because his his maternal ancestors uh, apparently were natives of the village near the provincial uh, capital, and uh, and and and. Uh, uh, Colson makes this point. While communist officials were quick to note the birthplace of Lin's ancestors, they were silent about Lin's Christianity. In fact, Lin's great grandfather converted to Christianity under the auspices of American missionaries early in the 20th century, making Lin a fourth generation Chinese Christian. Isn't wow. that interesting? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, it says none of the Chinese coverage of Lin's exploits mention his faith. As a result, relatively few Chinese citizens know about him. However, the New York Times apparently has, has picked this up and they've acknowledged uh, that Chinese uh, China's Christian minority is often persecuted and uh, notes the various efforts of the communist government to contain the spread of Christianity. So anyway, it's just a, a wonderful way that, that God is using this uh, this young man. And uh, Colson notes that it appears that Chinese Christians are learning about Lin's faith and drawing inspiration from it. And I want to come back to that quote we just had here, live lives worth questioning and then offer answers worth hearing. And certainly uh, Jeremy Lin is is being well-positioned uh, to do that. So uh, let's keep that young man in prayer because as we have often seen, you know, fame and fortune can also work against us. And let's mm-hmm. just keep that young man in yes. prayer that uh, God will uh, just keep him centered and uh, that he'll be just a, a wonderful inspiration to many around the country. Absolutely. Did we say a big thanks to uh, True Life? Community oh, Church for absolutely. yesterday. Absolutely. Yeah, we oh, had the the privilege of being invited to speak at at True Life Community Church our good friend Carl Bryant. Oh, uh, they're a pastor yesterday. that we've known for many many years. And I I told him I said, "You know, Carl, when we come to your congregation, it's like family." Mm. He says, "Well, you are family, you know, and, and it's just a, a wonderful place to, uh, to visit and we really feel, uh, feel at home there. That's and, uh, so again, thanks to Pastor yes. Carl Bryant, good folks at loving, True Life Community what a loving Church. Body, uh, and, and a great heritage uh, there with Pastor Charlie yes, Crane, yes, uh, establishing Greater mm-hmm, True Light mm-hmm. there many, many years ago. Yes, and, and Charlie, uh, we lovingly ca- uh, call Charlie our, our bishop here in uh, Modesto oh, amongst pastors. Man. We He's, just dearly love him. Oh, what a, what a wonderful man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to uh, lots of fun here in just a moment. We're going to take a quick look at the Volunteer Center of the United Way. Linda Hand List. Uh, join the American Red Cross for Save a Life Saturday. It's going to be on March 10th at the Vintage Fair Mall in Modesto and at the Patterson Sports Complex in 
Patterson. Uh, the past 30 years. Well, how about that? There's a coincidence. Can you, uh, how about that? The Patterson uh, Sports uh, Center uh, in Patterson. Uh, yeah. Wow, the ARC has educated the community through the annual CPR Saturday. And this year, the agency is going to expand to include disaster preparedness. We love that. Uh, so you'll get a kit, make a plan, be informed, and learn how to prepare uh, yourself and your family uh, and your business through informational booths, uh, special children's preparedness uh, activities area, uh, a compressionalized uh, through CPR. Now, you know, when I think of that compressionalized thing, I, I think of your experience with the uh, first aid back in the, you know, the days way back when. <laughs> like, I, think I don't know if we want to share this story, but JP, I don't know if you ever heard this story since I think this the is your first time on Lighthouse Live. But I think, what was her name? Recessa, Recessa Annie. Recessa Annie. You know, the, thing. the statute you of know, limitations have expired here, you know, so I think legally. You've got to hear yeah, this story, guys. You know, and, and, it, and, and Morris is here, you know, recording this, it, so I'm probably out on a, Morris, I'm I, on a limb here, okay. but here, here's, here's the, you want me to tell the story? I, 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 I think know. you have I to now, don't you? I was, uh, in, in, in high school, I was a music ma- trumpet player, all right. all right? So, yeah, all right. Got lungs, right? I mean, you know, that's... He's got that's those pipes, yes. We'll it's not a, no, it's not a reed thing, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the brass family, right? Okay. Anyway, so, uh, there, there I was with my trumpet lungs, you know, height, height of my career <laughs> in the high school, and, and I was in a, a, a police explorer program there that Pasadena Police Department had started, and I missed the academy training day on CPR. And so they said, well, that's okay, you can go to the fire department and the firemen there will give you a personal lesson on CPR. So I said, cool. You know, so I go, I arrive at the, the fire station and, and, and the, uh, the captain there dutifully has Recessa Annie out there, you know, and he says, okay, now here's what you do. You want to give her a quick breath. Okay. And, and he's showing me the, you know, the ratio. Now they've changed that a little bit now, but I mean, this was back near the arc, you know, I'm, I've been around a while. And so <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Continue. What are you laughing about? Uh, well, anyway, so Rosessa Annie's there, and and so I, I take my trumpet lungs. I figured, okay, she needs a, a good breath. So I go, <laughs> you know, and I broke her lungs. Kaboom! It, yeah, and she broke went, her lungs. Poof. And the guy, the the fireman standing there looking at me said. What'd you do, kid? I said, well, you told me to blow. He says, not that hard. You're going to kill somebody. You know, so, you know, in the area of CPR is probably the first kid to kill Rosessa Annie trying to we, resuscitate her. When I learned uh, CPR, they told me that we're supposed to, you know, compress to this tune of staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 staying alive. So obviously you didn't learn that rule. Uh, I, I did not learn that rule. And that was before staying alive, I think. And, uh, Bee Gees. She Bee didn't Gees, stay uh, alive. I think you blew her lungs. And so when you're doing that, do you, like, as you're doing the compressions with one hand, are you going like this? Like, <laughs> but you can't see that on radio here, but. No, but we've got you but on you video missed because it, yeah. Morris is here. Why are you logging to Morris's site and you see what we were doing, uh, with that one? Or, or not, maybe. Uh, I mean, if you're listening to the program in Kazakhstan, you're probably wondering, why did I even tune in to this program at this point? So, but we're having fun. We're having fun. So having this will dis- be on YouTube. You having know. destroyed well. Recessa Annie, and and again, I have deniability. The statute of limitations have expired, and 
And so there were, were you trying to go somewhere oh, with that? You know, I think maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, you had something this, important this to say about Annie's that. Story. Okay. I'm telling you, and, and, and American Red Cross will never be the same. Uh, they don't let me near their and mannequins <laughs> anymore. Every reason. Yeah. We don't wonder why, but you know. The mannequins have me identified on Facebook. <laughs> He's a predator. You're a, uh, a mannequin every, predator. Every milk carton and post office. There you go. Yes. It's yeah. Warnings. Go ahead. But you I'm know, sorry. volunteers are needed for this very special event at the American Red Cross and Pastor Mike will not be allowed anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you're asked to show up and, and if you are interested for save a life event, <laughs> stay analyzed. <laughs> <laughs> you can call, and we'll give you a number in just a moment to do that. Uh, Catholic Charities uh, has their 11th annual SAFE seminar, and SAFE stands for Seniors Against Financial Exploitation. And, you know, we qualify for that, don't we? Being financially exploited or Being as seniors? seniors. Oh, oh, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> and that's going to, <laughs> I was going to say we're in ministry. There's nothing worth exploiting financially. That's, that's going to be held uh, on Friday, March 16th, and that's coming up at Cross Point Church Family Life Pavilion here in Modesto. And that'll be from 9 to 1 p.m. Registration starts at 8 in the morning. This informative event features knowledgeable speakers, uh, service provider agency information uh, exhibits with a continental breakfast and lunch provided free to seniors and adult children. Um, volunteers, once again, ages 18 years and older, are needed on Thursday, March 15th, uh, and to help out with setup and uh, during the event from 8 to 2, and also to greet and direct those uh, who are attending uh, and to help with refreshments, coffee, juice, and so on and so forth, and later to disassemble the room. Uh, I Ooh, that sounds fun. That's down my alley. So, uh, the <laughs> kaboom. Yeah. The, Recessa uh, Annie rooms. I do it all. You know, it's, it's, we, we don't want to. Oh, okay. Take a deep breath, Mike. Yeah, take a, but, <laughs> unfortunately, Annie can't do that. Starting to hyperventilate anyway, now, Elaine. <laughs> all right. The Catholic <laughs> Charities Stanislaus Elder Abuse Prevention Alliance, or SEPA as we know it here, addresses the need uh, for abused elders and dependent adults. Well, and, and you know, that is such an issue, Elaine, is, and we know yes, that as uh, in our ministry here, we have run across so many seniors who've been victimized, yes. and, and often not by strangers, but by family, family members. Family members, indeed. You know, grandchildren that are on drugs, or, or you know, just, and, and it's just a sad thing. So we highly encourage you to take we advantage do, indeed, of this. We do, yes. Amen. And then the Howard Training Center is having their 18th annual Crab Fest fundraiser. Now, this will be fun. And this is on uh, Friday, March 2nd, and Saturday, March 3rd. That's coming up at uh, the end of this week. Yes. And that uh, takes place at the uh, Whitmer Hall. And this is an all-you-can-eat uh, crab dinner. They're going to have a raffle and live auction, dancing to the sounds of the Silver Moon Band while you raise dollars to support services. Do they play Sing Alive? I'm do they do sure. requests? I mean, I don't they know. Probably, probably, and we know not. who won't be there and that will be a recessive yeah. Annie, no. oh, Annie. Yeah. I could be dancing there with staying alive staying alive probably anyway, not no. No. This all, uh, that's a bad visual say, yeah. very bad that's mm. not good Mm-mm. no let's move on yeah. and this is all to support services uh, and vocational non-vocational training for adults with mental retardation and mm. other disabilities yeah. and again volunteers uh, are needed uh, to help out with the event prep work such as assembling programs uh, scrubbing potatoes bagging cookies 
PTs and all of those things, and how our training center works to achieve full inclusion of individuals with disabilities in the community through advocacy. And uh, just they just do a, a great job over there. We just totally... Uh, I love the people there at the Howard Training Center. If you have any questions, dear friends, on any of these uh, opportunities to serve, we encourage you to call our friend Barbara Borba. You can reach her at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, Barbara can be reached at 209-524-1307, extension 113, or email her uh, at bborba at uwaystan.org. And we learned that there are uh, some baby twins do at any time to a Modesto mom and dad here, mm. and they need newborn clothing uh, for a boy and a girl. Uh, they also need car seats and all things baby-related, uh, and also a fridge, uh, and so one that works, we want to say. So if you have any of these items that you would like to donate to this family, please call us at 209-544-9571. Again, that's 209-544-9571, and we'll get those items. Uh, Twins coming. Twins. Wow. Can you imagine? I can't. I mean, you know, I'm in that you know, I, age and stage where, uh, you know, I can enjoy the grandchildren and they come and go and you know all is well and yeah like isn't that, that an awesome yeah. i mean that thinking about I'm, I'm i'm looking at what it what it takes to raise children one at a time you right, know to, right. but to have twins isn't yeah. that a wow mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a, a blessing you know it but let's get be. out and let, let, let's help these folks and, and i yes. want to underscore what <laughs> elaine said Please, when you donate items, make sure that they are in clean working oh, order. So important. Yeah, when you donate them, just just think about it this way: if Jesus Himself showed up at your doorstep and you needed a refrigerator, would He bring you a grimy refrigerator that didn't quite work? No, He would bring you something clean that 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 worked. And remember, that's what we're doing: is we're representing Christ to those who are in need. So let's just make sure that those items are are ready to go because when we pick them up from you. Oftentimes, they go directly to the person in need. That very yeah. moment right. that we pick it up, actually, Amen. we do. So anyway, well, you know, we won't be needing our Starbucks tonight. Uh-uh, <laughs> no, sorry. When our uh, good buddy J.P. Lane Hurlbert uh, is in the house, you better believe there is high energy. And, <laughs> you know, but this is the this is the first time that you've actually been on the Lighthouse Live program. Is that right, but, really? But we've, we've, we've known right. you forever, and we won't say how long because that's going to make us even older around here than We've already uh, admitted. Do you know when I first met JP, I I tried to drown him. Did you know that? It's a truth. It wasn't bad enough that you blew up Annie's lungs all over the place. No, I tried to drown the man. You want to explain that? trying to get extra CPR training. (laughs) (laughs) I think so, Michael. I think so. Oh, goodness. I could date. I can name that date. Can you really? That was June 30th, uh, 1997. Wow. Uh, I had attended the Men's Promise Keepers Conference in Oakland. Yes. Uh, the day before, the, the Friday night, the Saturday, and then, of course, Sunday uh, was June 30th. Happens, Is this a baptism? Uh, happens also to be my wife's birthday. And so on that day, I, I went to the service, and they said, after service today, we're going to be having baptisms. Ah. But you have to go to a baptism class before you qualify. <laughs> and so, of course, me being the guy I am, I just came up, you know, to the baptism and said, uh, you know, Pastor Michael Douglas, I'd like to get baptized. And he goes, oh, really? <laughs> you know how he is, you know, that pregnant pause, and he looks at you and he smiles, and 
he would love to accommodate me, but uh, he wants to know my heart. You know, he wants to really know mm-hmm. that I truly love the Lord. And so mm-hmm. he says, well, tell me, uh, you know, why you want to be baptized? You know, what's your verse, you know? And I said, uh, God gave me the verse because I was pretty much a newborn Christian. And so he sa- I said, Matthew 7, 7, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open. And so I asked and he drowned me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Not quite, not quite. No, I remember that very well. It was a great, great privilege. And we've kind Mm. of been uh, interacting for, uh, for those many years now Mm -hmm. since that. That was, um, and I had not been in Modesto too long at at that point. That's uh, 15 years now. It is 15 years ago. Yeah. Time flies when you're drowning people. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're you're getting quite a reputation here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but really, it's a great thing. We've been partnering with you, JP of the Trinity Networking Teams. And uh, we're going to unpack all of that and find out what you've been doing with TNT. And uh, it's just great to have that partnership here in this community. And, of course, you and Pastor Mike go back a long ways. But you've been networking and partnering with a lot of people. And you've brought a lot of great people with you here tonight on the program. And we're going to be talking with Michael and Stan and and just uh, just unpacking what you're doing here in the community. Because that's what Lighthouse Live is all about. Let's, uh, let's start with this, JP, because one of the great things we see right now throughout the nation is a movement away from the church siloing itself inside the four walls. And, uh, one of the reasons that, that I left Omega Church was I felt that we needed to do a better job as a whole of making a bridge between the community and the people in need who, who a lot of them aren't going to come through the, the doors. And, uh, and so there is a movement and it's been around quite a while, but we really see it gaining steam, uh, to, to reach the city by getting into the city. And a key to that is collaboration and networking. And I know that's your heart. And maybe we can start with that. Uh, what, what prompted you to begin, uh, Trinity networking teams and, and how does your passion from God feed into that? Well, back in, uh, 2007, uh, actually, in the late 2006, uh, there was many networking groups forming and organizing uh, throughout the city and, ar- and around the country, and they were growing quickly. And someone had asked me to start uh, a uh, well-known national networking group. Uh, they wanted me to be a, a chapter president. And uh, I said, well, that sounds really interesting and nice. And, and I had attended several meetings, and uh, they did the Pledge of Allegiance, and they had their pomp and circumstance, and they had formality and all. And they were pretty organized and, and pretty successful, but there was something missing. And the thing that was missing is they didn't have any prayer. Mm. They didn't mm. honor the Lord. They didn't give him praise. And um, and I thought, you know, I felt, you know, like that should be included in some sort of a networking group. Um, uh, and what later happened was the Lord gave me kind of a vision or a dream that why don't you go in and start something for me? You know, why don't you start... Uh, something for the Trinity, uh, kind of a Trinity networking team, TNT. Mm. And so, uh, he gave me that thought, that idea, and, um, uh, my pastor taught me that, you know, if, if God speaks to you and you don't respond, you're, you're sinning. You know, it's a sin not to respond to his calling. You know, when he calls you, where to go? You know, just like, uh, Jonah. Jonah was called to go to Nineveh. 
And what did he do? He turned and went the opposite direction, got in a boat, started going out into the sea. And what happened? This, you know, God called the seas to uh, become violent. And uh, then the people on board said, hey, there's something wrong going on here. You know, we were just fine before you came aboard. And now the seas are, are rough and, and we're tossing you over. So they tossed him over. And um, and thank God, you know, he provided a large fish to swallow up Jonah and bring him back to shore. And he went to Nineveh, and he did the job that, called, that God called him to do. But it's a lot easier if you do it right the first time. So uh, I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was getting into. But what we ended up doing is creating something called a marketplace ministry. Ah, oh, yes. And the Lord truly cares about marketplace place ministry. He cares about what we do as ministers in the marketplace, doesn't he? You network with a lot of men and women out there. Absolutely right. Uh, we started our first meeting on Tuesday, January 2nd, uh, 2007 mm. uh, at Mark and Gloria Smallwood's restaurant, La Mornita on mm. coffee and mm. Sylvan. And if anybody yes. knows Mark Smallwood, mm. uh, bless his heart, bless his soul, he's in heaven right now. Mm. But uh, he just opened up his place to us to come in and meet. And uh, my very first meeting uh, was with a gentleman by the name of Chad Hale. He was a real estate agent. And he brought a couple other real estate agents and a couple other financial uh, brokers together. And we started meeting uh, every Tuesday back then. Uh, and then eventually we end up moving to Wednesdays and relocating to different places and and we just started you know going with the flow letting the, the spirit lead and anytime we got invited to go to a restaurant or a place of business we would go and uh, we would bless them with by eating there or, or spending money there mm. or doing you know you know what we can do best which is trying to encourage one another that's that's our actual mission um, our, our outline. When uh, you look at our emails, if you're on my email distribution list, you get one once or twice a week. Oh, we love those. Keep those coming, by the way. Sometimes you get more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Portis knows, yes. So we, we like, well, there's two sayings that we like. Uh, the first saying is from Hebrews 10.25, and it's, Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another mm. in the Lord. Yes. And that's what we do best is we encourage one another and we love to do that and we love to um, see how we can bless other people in the community. Uh, another thing that we like to do is look back on God's promises and, and he is true to his promises. And back in uh, Jeremiah 29.11, he says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And that's what we camp on. Every week we camp on those two verses among others. We sing together. We pray together. We encourage one another. We have an opportunity to go around the table, introduce every every person at the table and recognize them. They get to pass around their business cards, share uh, what's on their heart, <clears throat> what's in their mind. And uh, uh, a friend of mine says, uh, our, our secretary, James Lawyer, who's not here right now, he says that uh, you can you can share your your product uh, or, or your uh, or your passion uh, or your service, mm. your product, your service, or your passion, and that's what people do. You know, uh, JP, uh, one of the things that that we've realized as pastors in this community, by the way. You know, much was made of the Church of Modesto, and and uh, it still continues under, under a different name because God learned 
God taught us to humble ourselves and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, took us to the woodshed about a lot of things over the past 20 years or so. But anyway, one of the things that we learned is that as, as shepherds, as pastors, our job, according to Ephesians 4.11, is, is, is to equip the saints for service. And it's the believers in the marketplace who are the ministers. You know, our, we're in vocational ministry, but, you are ambassadors for Christ in the marketplace, and as as pastors, we need to bless the workers in the marketplace, affirm them, and turn them loose, equip them and turn them loose. Amen, Michael. And we haven't always done that. Amen. And so that's why I appreciate what you're doing. And Elaine's got a, a special, a special, you know, four hundred dollars for my nose, and now my mouth doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, it has a special treat for us here, right? I do. You know, we're with Trinity Network teams uh, tonight, your friends, and, and making sure that in our marketplace ministry that God gets all the glory. Amen, brothers. Amen. You got it. And, and that's exactly what our musical guest tonight does in their song. And it's Third Day. I hope you love them, too. One of my very favorites. And their song is entitled The Everlasting here on Lighthouse Live. And we'll be back right after this.
Third Day and the Everlasting here on Lighthouse Live. That a great song. Amen. We just want to worship right along with him. Good stuff. JP, why don't you introduce? You've got uh, quite a few uh, guests here in the studio with us, and, and let's just get a few of them have chimed in. So let's uh, let's let you introduce them real quick, and well, then we got a couple I, of questions. Before I introduce uh, the two gentlemen on my left, I like to uh, acknowledge uh, my cameraman who came uh, <laughs> to join us today. That's Morrissey Smith Jr. with the Morris Show, and uh, thank you very much, Morris, for videotaping this uh, special Lighthouse Live uh, airing. I would like to introduce uh, the gentleman on my left, my technical genius, Michael Portis. And also to his left, I'd like to introduce uh, Stan Kuntz, who's with uh, LocalFirst.biz and uh, several other, uh, you know, local uh, local businesses that he's uh, pioneered. And uh, there you have it. Well, welcome, everybody. We're just thrilled to have you here. The more the merrier. We love this. This, uh, this past year, uh, JP, and, and thank you, by the way, over the past couple of years, we've had the privilege of coming and speaking at, uh, at TNT. And unfortunately for me, it conflicts with our weekly pastor prayer time, but, um, they allow me to play hooky once in a while. Every I mean, once in a while, they let him out. If it's JP, they let me go. Not very I mean, often, you know, but every once in a while. And I have to get a note from JP so that, you know, they, they, yes, Mike was here, signed JP, you know, just to make it official. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, but we had the great privilege of being invited um, by TNT to um, uh, collaborate on a uh, a fundraiser and also a wonderful community service uh, th- this past summer. Um, and it really revolved around the mayoral election here in Modesto. And we had the opportunity to have mayoral candidates come and uh, and sit down with us and share. And I thought a, a great way, their hopes and their dreams uh, for the future. And what a, the spirit of it was so nice. And the food, Greg Trippy just did a, an amazing job with the food. And the venue. The menu, the venue it was, was superb. absolutely it really Vintage was. Gardens is just a beauty. And, they, and they've done some work back there in the, in the back uh, yard, the garden there. It looks like the Garden of Eden, doesn't it? It, it does. It it's fantastic. a wonderful... And JP, we have to say a big thank you Amen to you. To when that. I think of how hard you worked on that whole event and, and how much you helped out that day, it was just tremendous. We want to thank you. I want to thank uh, everybody who participated in that because, uh, you know, believe it or not, all of that was volunteer and yeah. donation. Mm. Every yeah. penny was, was donated and uh, all every person volunteered their time. The, the police uh, uh, officers association came and barbecued the food. Greg T- Trippy prepared the food. Yes. Bob with the Vintage Gardens donated the yeah. venue. Uh, Foster Farms donated the food. Uh, people donated their time and their service, and we were able to generate. Uh, I think you had the books. You you controlled the books. How much did we make? How much did we earn? It, it was somewhere between fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, I think. And yeah. uh, and you got Net. like ninety eight percent of that. We're very yeah, absolutely, yeah, very absolutely. Grateful. It was awesome. It was a great event, and uh, it was a pleasure to be part of it. And God was in it. Well, he, he was, and and what I liked, uh, Elaine, was was the spirit yes. of it. The the candidates, there was no cross talk, there was no putting each other down. It was yeah. all about, hey, this is what I stand for, Classy, which is what we were professional. For. That that yeah, was because absolutely. of the the moderator. Well, you know that guy. 
Casper you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike did a great job, didn't he? Be- beats yes. up Rosessa Annie's and, 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 and drowns guys who go to Promise Keeper. He, he plays hooky from, you know, the does, prayer time. Can I tell you guys a little secret that Pastor Mike oh, no. probably wouldn't want me to yes, tell Yes, oh, I'd love to hear that. This week we're celebrating his birthday. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. without, yeah, yeah. So I think you guys should sing happy birthday to him. No, that, yeah. you know, I've, I have a special birthday song. Do you? Oh, oh can you I do. sing it? Do Uh-oh. you? I do. This All right. Is, oh, Stan I, says. No, I call him up and I ask him to sing this song for my... Speak into your microphone, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I wrote a birthday song today, too. I didn't even know it was your birthday. Well, let me go ahead and get started and okay. everybody can join in. Right. Oh, okay. no. Happy, happy, happy oh, birthday okay. to you. <laughs> have a great day. Have a great day today. Have a birthday. Have a birthday to you. Have a great day. Have a great day today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Have a, have a, have a, have a, have a, have a, have a great day. Baba da boom boom. Baba da bunch. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mike. That's going to move right up on the top 40, right there. Right? I had anything Man, to do with it. Man, tell you. You changed your song. That's not the same That is, uh, I'm blessed. Thank you, JP, for, for that. I, that was live, wasn't it? It was yeah. live, yeah. Well, but it... But to the world. The, the problem is it, it, it stays on archive forever. <laughs> And, and I think we're going to tag J.P. Hurlbert. Um, so you'll... <laughs> yeah, from the tech guy's point of view, the internet never forgets. Never forgets. <laughs> I can work against you for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. Well, that, thank you for that okay. gift. I appreciate that. And I've, I've, I've quit counting those birthdays, actually. Oh, and, and I'll tell you, AARP quit sending me the hate mail. You know, I just... <laughs> to, anyway. No, I'm just being facetious, uh, sort of. We and, actually... We've introduced uh, Morris Smith and uh, and uh, JP. Who else do we have with us here? I, I wanted to uh, take this time to recognize uh, Michael Portis. Uh, uh, he was the chief technical officer at our mm-hmm. five-year anniversary, which we held at Shelter Cove Community Church. There were over 80 people there, and he... Uh, and uh, one other gentleman, together with him and um, Lauren, yeah. Lauren, uh, Lauren Brewster, uh, just pulled it off, mm-hmm. and it came up, came up perfectly. Tell us uh, your view of of our five year anniversary. Well, it was a great um, uh, blessing to be able to take part in uh, the five year anniversary of TNT. Now, I'm I have to say real quick, I'm loving hearing some of the stories. You know. Anybody who goes to Shelter Cove like I do knows JP as the ultimate fisherman and I, and we we he takes that that mission to be fishers of men very very serious and you know I can understand why you want to pull people out of the water now <laughs> Doesn't I, want them to drown I, I, like I get it I, I totally um, understand You heard it here folks on Lighthouse Live <laughs> exactly. you know it, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, I, the other day, um, I got this little picture that said, um, when you feel like you're drowning in life, remember your savior walks on water. Mm. And, um, you That's know, Amen. Yes. I love that. You know, it's beautiful. when we think of JP, we absolutely think of somebody who is going to swoop in out of nowhere most of the time. We're like, well, where'd you come from, JP? And he always has a smile on his face. He's always encouraging people and he's always, um, you know, willing to go that extra mile to help lift people yeah. up and, and communities. And we're just so appreciative of you, J, of, of you, JP. Thank you, Michael. Um, it's not about me though. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's totally about, and JP is a, a perfect example of, of somebody 
who can accomplish anything with, you know, the Lord by their side. So, um, absolute glory to the Lord on that. Um, but uh, back to the TNT anniversary, you know, it was just a great opportunity to come together as a bunch of business people and, and people, the community to celebrate the accomplishments and, and the, um, the, the different, um, musical artists and things that have taken part in TNT. Michael, what, what, what's your area of business? I'm actually, I'm a tech guy. You're yeah. a tech guy. I'm a tech guy. Yeah. He's our go-to guy. We are yeah. told not to envy in, in the Bible, but yeah. I'm, I'm looking. Is that an iPad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, well, I, I have to, I have oh, to warn you. I, it, this whole Apple thing is very expensive. Yeah, it is. I'm actually an Apple specialist. Are you? Oh, I love so Macs. I love, I love my Macs. Thank you. Yes. I, I won't uh, divulge my online persona, but yeah, I only use Macs. We'll just say it like that. You um, know, right. I knew, I knew why I liked you when you walked in the door. <laughs> you know, it's just, well, you have real computers. I I have a real computer. Yeah, yeah oh, I mean, I with my iPhone 4 and my iPad 2 and my oh, iPad Pro. Right. And my, I can see my, yeah. where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, very, very but You know what he we, wants for his birthday, you know? Yeah. Is that a hint? He stopped celebrating his birthday. Yeah, exactly. See me after the show. Sorry, I'll have some codes for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we can get you something. Um, you know... I, it was such a blessing to see some of the artists that took part in the fifth year anniversary. Um, you know, we had Brian Hyde, um, sing the national anthem. Mm. We had, um, you know, great guests, um, like, uh, Kaylee Smith from the Agape Children's Ministry. Right. And we had a short video about, um, the Coast Mexico missions that they go on every year. Um, you know, Katie and, uh, Katie Carroll and, um, uh, Kara Reeve also sung a beautiful song there. Um, you know, Glenn Stovall. Yes, oh. we who, love who Glenn. We love. Oh. oh my goodness. Oh, yes. Um, Very talented. Oh, you know, we love him here at Lighthouse. Lake. Just, yes, just oh. blew the roof off with some great songs. And we have, um, you know, I, I won't sing it. But uh, we have a group that we're really fond of, especially in my house, called God, God's Men at Work. Oh, I was yes. going to yeah. mention that. Um, yeah. He is worthy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, <sighs> yeah, no, we walk around going, he's worthy. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. And, 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 and give it to Jesus. You can sing. <laughs> we, um, <laughs> we, um, we, he's got we, some rhythm. We, we, we say that around the house a lot of times, but you know, and and my good friend and you know, like a brother Desmond Turner just came oh, and he yeah. sang oh, beautifully. Yeah. And, love it when you know, um and God is using all these these great talents we have in our city. Um I know, I, I know personally because like I said, some of these people are, are brother God is doing some amazing things. You took the words God right out of my mouth. Things, He's doing so. something so special. Yeah, he, here, he isn't is. he? He absolutely is. And and I love that um Trinity Networking Teams is a place where people can come together Amen, and grow yes. and, and, and share the love of Christ in a business setting, um, you know, we could we can do so much for our communities um, if we're willing to just share a love, our love of Christ. Just mm-hmm. being who we are, we can make money. That's okay. I mean, um, but the focus on Jesus is what takes us to that next level. Wasn't Paul a tent builder? Tent maker, yeah, absolutely. Tent maker, yeah. And and I, you know, I will, I'll not go into that right now, but I firmly believe. As we look at the, at, at the future of the church down the road, given our economic situation, you're going to see more and more tent makers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I you know I I believe that's not a bad thing, and that's a whole different show. But listen, we also want to uh, yeah. weigh in with Stan here, and and Stan, you've Stan been in our man. 
community yeah. for a long time and uh talk about what what you see in terms of collaboration between the faith-based community and and other organizations to uh to bless our our neighborhoods. Well, I'm I'm trying to lead the charge in getting the uh, community to support local ministries, local businesses and local uh talent. And we have some great talent mm-hmm. um, Indeed. here in the community, and, and we have some fantastic nonprofits. When you when you support locally owned and operated nonprofits, that money stays in the community, mm-hmm. and it gets recirculated and recirculated and recirculated many times over. And the same thing is true when you when you support locally owned and operated businesses. So I, I've put together a, a web portal. Uh, in fact, TNT ha- their website is hosted. Um, at uh, localfirst.biz. There's a lot of different information you can get there. Morris, even Morris is, has a website on there. And, uh, we try to, try to let people know about, uh, worthwhile local companies and local ministries and local talent. There. You know, in terms of, of business, this is so critical right now because oftentimes, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, denigrating Big corporations and all of that because they, they have a place in our society. But in a community like ours, the local business is what's really going to ramp us up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I it, it's, that. it's, yeah. it's the local businessman, the local businesswoman who has their pulse on the, on the community. They know what's going on. They know what the needs are and they have the relationships with the neighborhoods. Yeah. And for that money stand to come back into the community, I think is just rather than go you know, back to, to the headquarters to New York corporate. City. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with New York City, but you know, we need we need some. Well, I, no, I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, it's not that much harder to go to a locally owned coffee house than it is to go to a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, I mean, and the coffee might be just as good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, want to give a plug, uh, Morris, to to your show, and uh, yes. I don't. Of course, you got the camera there. Maybe you can uh, yell over the well, camera. We're talking about some websites, Tell you what, I'm going to take too. my microphone here off of here, and I'm going to put it over here. That Morris, works. where can people find you and, and uh, see your show? Um, basically, they can go to The Morris Show at YouTube, The Morris Show 123. So you go YouTube forward slash The Morris Show 123. All right. YouTube, Morris Show 123. Boy, uh, that's pretty e- Very good. That's almost pastor-proof. I, I mean, we might be able to remember that. Remember that We one. were throwing out some websites, too. Can we give some websites, JP? Sure. Yes. Uh, www.trinitynetworking.net. That was pretty fast and easy. <laughs> <laughs> TrinityNetworking.net, and uh, also uh, you have a uh, a major uh, vision coming up. And by the way, you know JP is is the kind of guy that I call a spiritual entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, I mean, God God has gifted him in that way. Coming up uh, for July Fourth, you have a vision for a family fest for the Central Valley, and uh, it's the theme is freedom, faith, and fireworks. Unpack that a little bit for us. Ooh. Well, that's an exciting idea that the Lord gave me. Uh, actually, uh, every time I do an event uh, like like our five year anniversary or, or the Modesto Mayoral Candidates Luncheon, I will say this is my last event. You know, I, I've given it all a hundred percent. I can't do anything else. Lord, take it easy on me, please. <laughs> I'm done, okay? And then all of a sudden, I you know, go down and, and take a nap, and all of a sudden, boom, he gives me another idea. And you know it's from the Lord when your heart starts pumping, you know, and, you know, he starts motivating you to take action and to start, you know, making phone calls and writing an email and sending out emails. 
And so, and then I said, well, okay, we'll, we'll just test the waters here. Let me just start sharing this email with a few people and see what they say. And so when every person you share it with says, I like it, this is a great idea, or they say, you know what? God gave me that same vision. I've had that same vision in my heart for years. We need to do this. <laughs> and I'm like, really? So that's confirmation from the Lord. I'm mm-hmm. like, Wow. So I've had three people tell me that they've had that same vision that they would like to see, mm-hmm. you know, artists come together and families come together. And, you know, I just visually, you know, I saw four stages uh, with uh, bounce houses on the outside and uh, pop-ups all in between the stages, you know, like food booths and art artist booths and ministry booths all the way around in a football field stadium where people could have a picnic and, you know, bring their kids. It's a safe place. And then you have artists and musicians who are Christian uh, opening up with, uh, you know, worship teams, worship pastors opening up the event, you know, and sharing their testimonies for 20 to 30 minutes apiece. And then there's no interruption. So you have stage one, mm-hmm. you know, uh, worship team number one goes live. And then when they're done, they pass the, the baton over to stage two. And, and that worship team from that church who sponsored that stage they take over and then it goes to stage three and stage four and then there's no interruptions and everybody's enjoying the event and in between the, 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 the performers and artists, they're sharing their heart, they're sharing their testimony. They're not hitting anybody over the head with the Bible. They're just saying, hey, this is what God's done for me and I want to share you what he's put on my heart through, through song and through my personal testimony. Now, I imagine you probably uh, need some help with venues and some thoughts on that. How can people get a hold of you, JP? They can contact me my phone at 571-1990, or they can go to Facebook. Uh, Trinity Networking Teams is on Facebook, and you can send me a note there, and we'd love to get a hold of you. And uh, I I have had several people contact me. Several artists want to be involved. Uh, several uh, business people would like to sponsor the event mm. and uh, other ministries would like to be part of the event. Uh, we're praying that uh, churches will adopt stages and, and that each stage that each church adopts will be able to invite their uh, artists to perform on their stage. Well, again, friends, if uh, you would like to be involved in that and you have some thoughts and uh, maybe can volunteer uh, some equipment or talent, yes. whatever oh, it might be, awesome. uh, again, the, the number to call J.P. Hurlbert is area code 209-571-1990. That's 571-1990. It sounds like a, a, a great vision there. And before we uh, before we leave, Stan, uh, how can people get in contact with you and, and uh, learn about Local First and, and participate? Well, they can go on. I'm all over Facebook, and uh, uh, I'm also uh, I have the website is localfirst.biz, B-I-Z, because we mean business. And um, we're also um, looking right now. We're partnering with some nonprofit groups uh, to, um, uh, to to put together some fundraisers that bring the the local businesses together with the local ministries. And so we have some things we're doing in that regard. Um, uh, shopandsaveusa.com is one of those. And, uh, that's, right now we're working with several nonprofit groups on that. And so that's kind of exciting too. So again, that uh, website is localfirst.biz, B-I-Z, localfirst.biz. And you can also find them on Facebook as, as well. Are you, do you guys involved in Twitter? Do you do that as well? 
I, I have a hard time being a twit. No. 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 We, no. We're not going to touch that. I don't now think Elaine we're going to. May have don't a touch that. Do, 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 do. Opinion on um, that. Elaine will but keep do, do. that one to herself. I do have a question. JP, men and women want to, wanting to get connected with TNT business, uh, other people in the marketplace. How do they do that? Well, you know, the local uh, Denny's at 1525 McHenry Avenue uh, has invited us to uh, make their uh, their personal meeting room our own home. So we have a TNT room right. at Denny's on McHenry, 1525 McHenry Avenue in Modesto. We meet every Wednesday faithfully, and the group is growing week by week. Oh, uh, it started off at 4, then went to 8, then went to 12. Last week it was 16. Mm. Uh, pretty soon, uh, Denny said, if this keeps going like this, we'll open up the second room because hey, they've got accordion doors. They'll open it up and let us you know, fill the house. And so as long as we come... Uh, faithfully, they will let us use their facility, and we thank them for that. Very good. Awesome. Again, friends, our guests tonight have been uh, J.P. Hurlbert, uh, again, a spiritual entrepreneur extraordinaire. Thank you for uh, blessing us at ABC and uh, tr- with Trinity Networking Teams. Michael Portis joining us as well yes. with our uh, technical expert here in uh, Stan Kuntz, again with uh, Local First and behind the camera, which is unusual for us Yay. here at Lighthouse Live for anybody to actually see oh, us. Because they do tell me I have a face for radio, and that's, that's why I'm here. Anyway, Morris close Smith, up, also from up. the Morris Smith Show. <laughs> And we want to thank you all. God bless you, you men. You're just doing a great job. We love you. And thank you, dear friends around the world, wherever you are listening. God bless you as you continue to bless others. We'll see you next time.